This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support at patreon.com slash says who. Your monthly giving is amazing and it helps make this happen. And we send you a bunch of fun stuff in the mail too. So if you are not already a Patreon backer, go to patreon.com slash says who and get in as your thing you're going to do here at the end of the decade. Patreon.com slash says who. It's me, Maureen. Hey, guess what? In January, the conclusion of my mystery series is coming to a conclusion. That's right. You heard me. The end of the Truly Devious series is coming. The book is called The Hand on the Wall. So Truly Devious, The Vanishing Stair, The Hand on the Wall. Hand on the Wall, coming January 21st. If you go on my website, MaureenJohnsonBooks.com, you can find information on how to get signed copies, how to get a cool free gift if you pre-order. It's a it's this print that if you move it, secret information appears. It's cool. Uh, <gasps> tour information. I'm going to be in Los Angeles, Denver, Athens, Georgia, Christiana, Delaware, and hometown Oxford Valley, PA. Come on out. MaureenJohnsonBooks.com. There'll be information. You can just click some links and biggity, biggity, shoo, shoo, shoo. You get some stuff. Books. And hey, this is Dan. The impeachment vote may have happened in the house, and we're going to talk more about that, aren't we, Dexie? Oh, the puppy's awake. She's excited about it. She's all impeachment, but the impeachment is not over, and that means impeachment.fyi is not over. If you want to get kept abreast on the various happenings in impeachment news sign up at impeachment.fyi slash sign up and i will send you an email and my dog every will bark evening and maureen's dog will is there a is there a murderer in your house maureen i don't she heard something it's good that's going to be the last thing that anyone hears from maureen johnson impeachment.fyi impeachment.fyi if why wolf Hey Dan Dan it's done the impeachment Dan Dan you impeachment happened last night did you come on dan dan i'm i'm really tired dan i'm really impeachment.fyi guy i know it's great it's great it happened it actually happened dan this year it happened 2019 he was impeached he has impeached he is impeached i feel like i'm gonna die Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I am Dan Sinker. And I am Maureen Johnson. I paused there for dramatic effect. I liked it. I didn't know. I thought it was going to be a big reveal. Dan, you, you sound- finally pulled the trigger and changed to Maureen Jackson. You're tired. I'm really tired. 
I'm really tired. I'm only partially tired because I have watched. I have watched more TV in the last couple of days, Maureen, than I probably have in the last year. Mm. I don't. I mean, that's actually probably not true, but certainly concentrated. I have not watched this much TV in a long time. And I have a TV hangover. I have an impeachment hangover. And then last night, my four-year-old decided that he would ask what time it was approximately every five minutes between 1.15 a.m. and 3.30 in the morning. What time was it? It was whatever time. First one was 1.16 in the morning. I remember that. And then we just kept going from there. At some point, wanted... I stopped actually looking at the time. He just wanted to know. Just needed to know. He apparently had an appointment he was waiting for. Mm. It was an appointment to go back to sleep once I was thoroughly awake. Anyway, Maureen, we Dan. Dan. have a president that was impeached. Yep. Number three. No, ever number three ever mm. that's right dan joining andrew jackson and bill clinton yeah donald trump impeached last night 230 to 197 on one act 229 to 198 on another and it's been to- impeached maureen and to just remember that Bill Clinton Clinton was impeached for saying I did not have sex with that woman Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. And Trump has been impeached for using um another country for political gain withholding uh political aid basically aiding another major power in invading another country and you know subverting and- the 2020 election. And also for a blocking Congress at every turn in investigating that at a level that has never been seen before by a single president. So those things seem equal. (laughs) They don't. They don't, actually. But doesn't matter. Maureen doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. This is the thing. This is the thing that I feel like. So first of all, if you are listening to this, uh, because there are there are more than a few people who are like, oh, Trump's impeached. He's out of office now. Um, he's not. <laughs> and real bad and bad way, morning for you to find out. Sorry. <laughs> sorry to be the bearer of that bad news. Um, he is not. Uh, and as a result, that also means that says who is not over. Because oh, says no. who is always ending when uh, Trump ends. But uh, but we're not there. Uh, maybe we're not there yet. Maybe we're not there at all. But um, but either way, history Four more was years. made last night. Four no, more no, years. No, no, no. What are you doing? What are you doing, Maureen? Don't do that to us. <laughs> or to them. Got Everyone a weird, listening. I'm in a weird headspace. <sighs> Understandable. Uh, but yeah, last night, Donald Trump got impeached. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. You know, I have been watching all of these hearings, Maureen, and um, 
and then turning around and writing them up for impeachment.fyi. And last night was a real like, okay, the vote's done. Got to finish these thoughts. Got to get it out. And it wasn't until I was brushing my teeth to go to bed last night that I was like, oh, whoa, Donald Trump got impeached. Now, impeachment.fyi is not done because while it's called impeachment.fyi, is going to follow the entire saga through yeah, the Yeah, we'll follow the impeachment trial in the Senate as well. And mm-hmm. so it will it is it will continue. Trial. Right. Yeah. Um yeah, it will it will go until that uh that has run its course, but um but I mean, it's I don't know, it's hard after 3 years of this shit to take a moment to enjoy something, but I do think it's important to be like, look at this. This is a real thing. Yep. Yeah. You know, in a decade when my four-year-old is taking U.S. history, this will be in that book. It's true. Even my, even my dog recognizes that. (laughs) Even, ah, I mean, did you watch the whole thing? Trump is the only president your four-year-old really has ever known. <coughs> Please don't say that, but it's true. Sorry. It's sad. It's a sad realization, but it's true. And and to that effect, he actually hasn't known him at all. He's too young to know uh, what and what, what of anything. And um, he's sure not going to the Hall of Presidents at Disney until that robot's fucking moved to the back row. So... You might not know. Well, uh, I had it on yesterday because I it was a very busy because it's the last, you know, obviously it's the last couple of days of business before the holidays. And I'm getting ready for a book release and a bunch of other projects I'm doing. So I was trying to just grind through a list of stuff. It was one of those things where you're like, must get all these things done, must do it. So I had it on. So I was sitting at, at my table with the TV on and I would had the sound off and I would just kind of every once in a while hit the mute button on and off to see what was happening. And those yeah. little, what were they, 55 second bursts of testimony? Usually they, they started as a minute and a half, but yeah, they were very short. Then they got shortened to a minute. The Republicans at one point were on this like insane 30 second round. Yeah, yeah. it was, I mean... The good thing was they were so short, but it was just like, it was just shit tennis. You know, one, (laughs) yeah, there was no thoughtfulness to it. There was no, I mean, it really did have me thinking about the Watergate hearings and how, because they didn't actually get to this point in the Watergate hearings. They got to the point where they they ratified the articles of impeachment and then he then he resigned right and it right. was right they passed out a judiciary but they did not get to a full vote it was they were so sober and so broken and it took republicans to get on board to get it through and i spent a lot of the day wondering and I know this is a very simple question, but we have to sometimes ruminate on the simple questions. How we got to the point where 
a Republican, which they were, it's not like they were great people in the early 70s. It wasn't like they were just doing awesome stuff. Um, you know, the, the Republican Party, the, the party of Nixon, they, Nixon himself was doing some real dirty deeds. I mean, yep. they were breaking into people's offices and I mean, like <laughs> they were beating people up and like they were, like there was stuff happening that was dirty and they, yeah. pro they prolonged a war for political reasons. I mean, this was not great. No. But still, they decided to go with the, the evidence. Right. And I spent a lot of time wondering how we move from here to there and what it means. Without yeah. coming to any conclusions, just that I don't know if it's as simple as we have... Fox and OANN and, you know, crazy right-wing media now. And, like, we just have such a polarized news media that you just, you just make sound bites for the one you want to be on. Or if there is something kind of deeper. A lot of people sort of suggested that there might be intel on a lot of these people. Because it's, like, not like these people like him. They all know he's guilty. Right. I believe that. I believe that they are all, if you're in Congress, you're probably functional enough to be able to read over a package of information and understand the basic concepts contained therein, right? You'd think? You'd think. It doesn't mean you act, do the right thing. It doesn't mean you act on the right impulses, but it means you probably can read and understand what's in the packet. Sure. I mean, maybe. I mean, we used to think that of the presidency, <laughs> but like he's special. He's special bad. Yeah. He doesn't have to know Dick. You know, so he and he doesn't. Um, Dan, I don't know. You asked me. Yeah, if I, I you, mean, I, I believe, sir, you asked me if I watched it. Yeah, I want. <laughs> I mean, so I was I had it kind of flicking on and off, but I was trying to work really hard. But I was like, this is important. I got to watch it. And then I just was like. Wow, this has gone on for like eight hours of them just saying stuff back and forth at each other, and oh god! And then I actually watched the uh, the vote, the actual vote. Yeah, the actual vote was mercifully quick. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the question, I think there is a bit of a chicken and egg thing in what you were saying to me in terms of did things get this bad because of the sort of conservative media feedback loop that exists now? Um, or are these people, you know, do these people believe it? You know, I think, I think that it is hard to unravel, but I do think that, and I say this as somebody that works in and around journalism, like the state of journalism has a huge part to play in all of this and not just the conservative media. Right. Um, I, I have had many moments where I have thought about the fact that one of the elements of the impeachment investigation was around um the demand that Ukraine announce that they were investigating Joe Biden. And as originally 
it was that Trump wanted these investigations. But as the open hearings progressed, it became more and more clear that the that the aid was being held up and the White House meeting was being held up, not for them to actually do the investigation, but to have a very public announcement that they were going to investigate. And I don't know that I can think of a more damning condemnation of the current state of the news than that. That the only thing that they needed to do was announce it. They didn't need to do it because they knew that that would be enough. enough. Yeah. That's fucking awful. So what do we do? Dan? (sighs) Dan, what's the answer? I mean, I think, uh, so what's the answer? I don't know. I don't know that there is a, a single answer because I think that we are looking at a massive failure of multiple systems, right? Like mm-hmm. at this point, right-wing media is not going anywhere and the chokehold and stranglehold it has is is not going anywhere. And you don't fix that simply by kind of, creating a a similar feedback loop on the left i don't i'd like i don't honestly i don't know how you fix big media other than ultimately letting it collapse under its own weight you know and and i say that as somebody that has spent the last decade of his life in the like how do we save journalism state right (laughs) Well, I think that's a, so maybe, that's maybe a different, I'm just that's really a different question. Tired. It's a different question. <laughs> it is because saving journalism is not the same thing as how do we save existing monoliths, right? You know, and I and I do think actually, and impeachment.fyi has actually been very heartening along these lines for me. Is I actually don't think that there isn't a demand and need for decent journalism now, you know, that I started a thing, what, Jesus, six weeks ago? No, two months ago and a few weeks, beginning of October, whenever that was. I don't, time doesn't mean anything anymore. I'm so tired. Um, as sort I'm of not, just a like, I'm, not, I'm not laughing at you. Oh, feel free. Um, But I started a thing because it was like, you know what? I just need, I need this to, I wish this existed for me, right? Right. Like I wish that there was something that made it so I didn't feel like I needed to be refreshing things every 60 seconds so that I didn't have to try to sort out like, what is the fucking bullshit here? And what is real news? What's moving a ball forward and what's not? And finally, it was just like, fuck it, I'll just make it. You know, like, it's not going to help me, but it might help some other people. And, you know, they're fucking 11,000 people subscribed at this point. You know, like, um, people want good information. And I just don't think that we are currently up for that um, 
It's not to say that impeachment is a model or anything. Like, it's just a tiny little, tiny little thing that I think shows potential ways that we can move forward and mostly shows that there's there is a thirst for it. Um, So there's that. And then there's how do we fix fucking politics or whatever. And that I. I don't know. I am disappointed that you don't have the answer. I mean, I so I don't I definitely don't have the answer, but I do like I keep coming back to the fact that 2018's House elections are why this impeachment even happened. Mm-hmm. Right. That that was a direct result of. People. Picking themselves up from the shock of 2016 and saying, hey, you know what? I need to engage in this system more. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to engage in this process more. And I'm going to fucking run for office. And you had this just wave of people getting elected, flipping 30 plus seats, you know, Um And that's remarkable. And maybe that is. Maybe we are seeing a course correction, right? Like, would it have been nice for some Republicans, 20 of which are retiring in 2020, Mm -hmm. to have been like, fuck it, I got nothing to lose. I don't like this dude. I don't like where we're at and vote to impeach him. Yes, that would have been nice. But... That's their fucking journey, you know, and the journey that 230 Democrats are on was to impeach the motherfucker already to quote, you know, whatever. My brain doesn't work anymore. Can we talk about the votes, though? Yeah, because watching them tick in was actually a lot (laughs) more interesting than I thought it would be. Um, Yeah, it's fun. Because there were, so, you know, they say the first vote was 15 minutes and then the little ticker appears and you know the numbers that basically have to show up and a whole bunch of them drop pretty much instantly. It's like tick, 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 tick. And suddenly you're up to like 170 and it's been like a minute. And then minutes go by and minutes go by and actually minutes expire and there's still like about, it was roughly like say 25 people still on the table. Yeah, they were there, but they hadn't hit the button, and right. I spent all goddamn night trying to think of why. <laughs> I don't know the mechanics of where those buttons are or how it works, but like, it's fairly antiquated technology, I would guess, right? And so, and there's a lot of just milling about involved in that. Problem. Then, I don't totally no, understand. No, 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 no. They had 15 minutes to hit their button and almost everybody did it instantly. And around 25 people were just lingering because yeah. they all dumped their votes in that last like minute after the clock. So clearly those Maybe people- Maybe they had to pee. Those people were waiting. Maybe there was a line at the bathroom. And those people were fucking waiting. And those people were either not going to vote or they were going to vote. Maybe they were going to vote against their party because these were almost all Republicans. Or they were just. Oh, also, then one Republican vote bing, comes up for impeachment. 
Yeah. And then it fucking goes away. Yeah, I wouldn't put a lot of stock in that. Um, the Apparently, those fucking buttons get mishit all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then get flipped because it, if you watch, there were actually a couple of times where the um, the nay votes for Democrats popped up and then would pop back down. Um, and I remember watching one of the healthcare votes and that the same sort of like, whoa, what the fuck? A Republican vote, you know, and then suddenly it was like, oh, shit. No, nope, it flipped back. I don't I don't put a lot of stock in somebody decided to be brave and then got yelled at or got a change of heart i i think that it i i know enough mm. about that process to know that that kind of weird errant vote shit happens and that's part of why it does like the bong does not hit at the 15 minute mark and there's no ability to go back and and do anything you don't think a couple people were kind of sitting there going maybe i'll just not vote on this well, Tulsi Gabbard voted present. She did vote present. <laughs> On both. What a brave, <laughs> brave person. Oh, that is what I think of as humor now, Maureen. Here's the thing. I wish that I felt more celebratory. Okay. Don't you? Um, <coughs> to be honest, it feels, I just feel like how you feel when the most common sense thing is done. You know, yeah. had it been some sort of, will we pull this out? You know, it, it was like, he here's all this evidence. <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't know. Like I, the bare minimum was correctly accomplished, and it feels like it's a you did it. You know, it's just yeah, you did I it. I mean, I guess the thing the thing that I think a lot about, and we were on different sides of this at one point, um, was when the when the Democrats retook the House, and when they. You know, when they took power at the beginning of the year, let's remember that this happened this year. There was almost immediately a like fucking let's get articles written day one. Mm -hmm. And there were sort of two schools of thought at the time. One was, yep, impeach the motherfucker already. Get it done. And the other one was. Why do it? It's not going to go anywhere in the Senate. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and the flip of that was, yeah, that doesn't matter. Fucking impeach him. Right. Were we on different Um, sides of this? Yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't know that they waste the time. I came around fairly quickly Mm -hmm. when I realized like they were spending a lot of time passing bills that were also never going to go anywhere in the Senate, but they wouldn't, the, but they wouldn't touch impeachment. Um, but yeah, you were like, nah, just fucking do it. Um, and And that was certainly among, I think, like the progressive left, the like pod bros and things like that. That was certainly the the charge at the beginning of the year was like, it doesn't matter if it dies in the Senate, get fucking impeachment done. Oh, so you're like Um, Maureen. Maureen is is uh, at one with the pod bros. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying you're in you're in lockstep. 
Locks down um, with the pod bros. No, I felt that. And now we're here. I felt that way. We achieved that. Because if you do a crime, there should be acknowledgement that you did a crime. Yeah, totally. You know, and 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 to me, I like I totally came around on that as well and took much longer. In my also for correction corner. Not all the pod bros were on board. (laughs) Actually, they were kind of against it and they came around. I don't mean to I don't mean to malign the pod bros. You can malign the pod bros bros all you want. I just I because I do hear some pod bros and they were they were uh, not all for it. All right. Well, the point being is <laughs> die on whoever hill. was or wasn't. But die on this hill, Dan. I like it. Um, We did it, right? Like, we did that. Right. And the Senate trial is such a long shot as to almost not be a shot. Right. Right? Like, no Senate has ever found a president guilty in the two other times that they have had that attempt. It takes 67 senators to say, yeah, Mm -hmm. guilty. That is. That is hard on a good day. Right. Right. And we aren't on a good day. And. And so I feel like we need to see this at for the kind of victory symbolic or not that it is you know um because this was always going to be as far as it gets except that i don't think it is symbolic it means that the process to that there is still a process that we still have you got candy Oh, sorry. I just want to know what kind. Was, you, I can't. What do you got? It's not cases. I was just moving a bag from oh, one side of my move, table to another. Moving a bag, huh? Yeah. Dan. Right, Dan. Stop. Dan was rustling the the bedding that he sleeps in under his desk. <laughs> uh, he, as we've discussed before, I am a fidgeter when we talk. That he burrows in when he sleeps after doing impeachment dot with his, his weird setup of screens and many computers and wires and then he then when he's tired and he's done he crawls into that warm burrow of like papers and crafting materials that he's fashioned for himself it's not inaccurate the sinker in the wild it's not an inaccurate description Maureen he's a multi-chambered burrow made of cardboard and packing peanuts and bubble wrap I was working on a is my David Attenborough. I was, I was working on a part of the coping box yesterday while all of the votes were happening, and I ended up basically in an entire nest of cardboard till I finally had it doing what I was wanting it to do. I still think that even if we don't get all the way, we've got to keep proceeding. You can't just like throw up your hands and say nothing can be done. Right. And he if he really hated it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Let's get into that cuz it's pretty fun. He, he did not like it. Fucking hates it. He doesn't like it. Mm-mm. And he's not going to like it 
I think it was, it might have been the LA Times or some some news org in their lead on impe- on the impeachment vote was basically like, well, the first sentence of Donald Trump's obituary has been written. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he doesn't get out from under this history. This is this is for real. He is the third president ever in the history of America to be impeached. Mm-hmm. And also, I think some interesting things might happen next. There, there's an interesting potential play that I worry is a little bit of fan fiction, but um, the articles have to be delivered to the Senate in order to start the clock on an impeachment trial. And it is up to Nancy Pelosi to turn those over. And she didn't do it last night. Um, She still has to appoint what are called impeachment managers because the way an impeachment trial works in the Senate is the House essentially acts as prosecutor. Mm -hmm. Um, The trial is presided over by by the chief justice of the Supreme Court, John Roberts. Um, And then the White House is the defense. Um, The Senate, the senators technically are jurors. Um, though it's different than a normal jury. Um, and so impeachment managers are who, uh, the house has to appoint to actually try this case. And, um, those haven't been named yet. And essentially she said afterwards that she is not going to turn over articles to the Senate until there is something set in place to understand what the trial is going to look like. And she's basically saying, because I need to choose the right impeachment managers, and that's going to depend on what this trial looks like. Mm -hmm. But the sort of potentially fanfic side of it is this is an interesting gambit because Chuck Schumer, the minority, uh, Minority head. God, I'm bad with fucking words today. I got no words, Maureen. You're doing the fuck great. Is his deal. You're doing great. No, he's no. He's the the he's the head Democrat minority lead. Whatever. Minority I leader? don't know. Yeah, thank you. I couldn't say leader. I kept saying lead. You're good. Um, I'm not good. Um, all those he has oh. already kind of issued a letter saying, "Hey, I want to get Mick Mulvaney and John Bolton and a couple other folks from the administration to be witnesses in the trial." And um, Republicans are basically like, uh, "No, fuck off, no." Um, and there's an interesting thing right now where Pelosi can hold those articles and essentially use them a little bit as leverage to potentially get the trial to look a little bit more like Democrats would like it to look like. Um, With the real kind of stick being 
if they never get turned over to the House, he is never acquitted. If the, if they don't get turned over to the Senate, he's never acquitted. Thank you. I apologize. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just. My brain doesn't work. No, no. I'm just clarifying. I'm just making sure I'm. Yeah. If if the House doesn't turn the articles over to the Senate, Mm -hmm. then the Senate cannot hold an impeachment trial, and thusly they cannot acquit Donald Trump. So if you're acquitted, does the term impeachment go away? No, you're still impeached. Um, Bill Clinton was acquitted. Right. He's still impeached, impeached, um, impeached and, inqu- and acquitted, just like Andrew Jackson. Right. Exactly. You know, you you are only impeached. You are not actually removed from you are not found guilty and removed from office. Um, that would eat Donald Trump alive. Mm-hmm. No, knowing that he he was never acquitted. He would fucking say something else. In fact, I think already today he tweeted out like if she doesn't. If she doesn't turn them over, then they lose by default or something like that, which is not a thing. It's not how it works. Um, it's not at all how it works. But it's cool to have know, a that, president that, that, that that's a potential who has no idea how any of these things work. Oh, none. Zero. Zero knowledge of any of it. None. Um, but yeah, so that's actually sort of interesting because um there is still a little bit of power that the Democrats wield, because, of course, when this moves over to the Senate. The Democrats are the minority party. There are. Things like witnesses are decided by a 51 vote, by a simple majority vote. And so unless. Four. Republicans cleave off from the party. Um, which feels like a very high number um, to me. Uh, the Republicans can set the rules however they want. And so there is an interesting thing going on here. I think the other thing is Donald Trump is losing his fucking mind about this. And I don't see him being like, cool, Republicans just have the fastest trial possible cost called no witnesses and equip me. Like, I think he wants his fucking day in court. He does. And if he wants to start calling witnesses and he wants some fucking wing nut witnesses, right? Like he wants to call Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and Adam Schiff and shit like that. Nancy Pelosi. Um, if he starts to insist on this, then there has to be uh, a negotiation with Democrats to um, call their witnesses to. Um, so there is a possibility that he, uh, you know, he's pretty good at shooting himself in the dick, right? Mm-hmm. And so he could shoot himself in the dick with this. But all of that is also long shotty. Well, he did send a letter in which he <laughs> he expressed all his feelings. Oh now, my goodness! Then the night that he sent this letter, the six-page letter, his his pre-impeachment feelings, you wrote to me and yeah. said, "Hey, why don't you record this? Why don't you read this and record it as a bonus episode?" And I said, "Sure, why not?" And I started. <laughs> And let me tell you, 
it stopped being funny real quick because this <laughs> this letter is long. It's really long. It's six pages long. It is so long. And what works on the page does not <laughs> always work when you just try to read it out because just trying to read it out is exhausting. And I, oh, Dan, you know what I just had a flash of? The What? Our, remember our first foray into reading these dumb books about this administration into the fire and fury? Yeah. And the kind of Shakespearean weird-ass monologue that Steve Bannon does in his weird apartment above the, <laughs> the CVS and he's eating Chinese food. Yeah. He's, he's just, just sounds all hyped up or speeded up and he's just yelling about all the dumb stuff Trump's going to do to like punch himself in the dick. Yeah. It just seems to be coming to fruition more and more. Yeah, doesn't it? I mean, he's evil, but he's not wrong. Like he was he it's just that he was he's not stupid. He just is like, oh, no, I am evil and I'm I'm, I'm going to help out the evil. But like he's dumb and I can't control like he's uncontrollable because he's so stupid. So right. I am a, I am the henchman that keeps the shit going and I can't keep shit going because this guy's real dumb. So um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he he even went and his he went on. So to make himself feel better, he does what anyone would do. He had a rally. It's what any one of us does when we have a breakup or something like that that upsets us. We hold a rally. <laughs> I wish that was true. It's what you do when you when you have to kind of like <laughs> self care. You take a warm bath. You light a candle. You meditate. You maybe eat a, like maybe you eat your feelings a little bit, like you have like a little bit, you know, you eat that pint of ice cream and then you hold a rally in Battle Creek, Michigan. Yeah. Where no. you claim things like um, someone's dead husband is looking up from hell. Oh my God, I forgot about that. And then you also claim that you flush, hey, you talk about sinks and toilets. How many times do we flush them? 10. Huh. Not me, you. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> How many times do we flush? Everyone said 10. And he said, uh, not me, you. <laughs> That's the best thing he's ever said. That's the craziest, uh, Dan. I will argue that that is the craziest <laughs> thing that he's ever said. I'm. Which part? The original 10 to 15 flush or now that he now. is amending it to insist that he doesn't flush 10 to 15 times, but everyone else yes, does. Yes, it's the second one because the first one <laughs> is is something else. But then you're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to carry my 10 to 15 flushes remark that I made that I killed with the other day. And I'm going to start bringing that into my self-care rally. And I'm going to make everyone <laughs> chant about how many times I claim you have to flush a toilet. But then I'm going to say, not me. You disgusting motherfuckers. <laughs> you filthy, filthy creatures are the ones that have to flush. Not me. I don't have to flush 10 times. You do. Uh... And every, he points at all of them. You. You do. That is the greatest moment of his presidency. <laughs> when he starts yelling at his own rally goers about how many times he thinks they have to flush a toilet. Yeah, there was there was a whole he has an additional riff in that 
where he goes on and on about how bad dishwashers are. What? Now. <laughs> I didn't miss that. Oh, yeah. He has a whole new riff. I saw a clip of it last night where he's like, you know, people tell me that they're dishwashers. You used to be able to you used to be able to turn them on and and you would they do their thing and you'd open it up and there'd be all this steam that comes out. And now you turn them on and you get four drips of water. (laughs) This is incredible. He's got a whole fucking water efficiency riff now. Dan, I didn't know this. And I am so inspired. Oh, hold on. We're looking this up. This Keep in mind that he is delivering this diatribe on water in within an hour's drive of Flint, Michigan that has not had clean water his entire presidency. Okay, wait. Hold on. Also, I'll give two more factoids about Battle Creek, Michigan. One, the representative of Battle Creek, Michigan is Justin Amash, who voted his who left the Republican Party earlier this year, is now an independent and voted to impeach the president literally at the same time that that rally was happening. He is casting a vote to impeach. Also, Battle Creek, Michigan, home of Kellogg's cereal. That's true. Tony the Tiger lives there. Well. Wait a minute, Dan. Now it all makes sense. Do you know the story of the Battle Creek Sanatorium and the Kellogg's death? Please tell me. Dan, it's all coming together. So the inventors, the inventors, the the Kellogg's cereal company, this was all built on um, in the early kind of early 20th century, the kind of 20s, 30s. They believe they they kind of established the first um, kind of health retreat wasn't the first, but it was a big yeah. health retreat. One of the things they believed was that you, I believe the phrase was, I'm pulling this out of my memory banks, but it's something like a an obedient colon is a diseased colon. They believe that you should. <laughs> Wait, I, oh, no. Yes. Oh, no, this is really going somewhere. I wasn't expecting. Oh, it was mostly about poop. Like so much of it, he was obsessed with poop and how, like, what you should eat. So all of like cornflakes and the grape nuts and things are built to um, the whole diet. It was supposed to be more natural, but also to get you to poop all the time. And they would have these kind of aggressive exercise sessions until you were literally supposed to poop while you you were. They wore diapers. It was like you would kind of get it to the point where your body expelled automatically. So there was a lot of aggressive oh, enemas. It was all about like constant pooping. And they were like, that's the sign that oh. you're like eliminating correctly. Oh. Did you ever meet anyone who, who did one of those? Clen- like there was a, a phase where everyone I knew in grad school subscribed to these cleansing packs that. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, it was like a phase that a lot of people I went through did these special cleanses, not like a juice cleanse or a 10-day cleanse. These were six to eight-week cleanses where you got a special pack from a guy in the desert. It was like you ran this company (laughs) and you took like the supplements and you drank these drinks six times a day. And they weren't like delicious protein shakes. They had bennonite clay in them, which is, it's been, it's like, psyllium husk and bennonite clay like psyllium is just like metamuse any kind of standard laxative is just psyllium husk basically but psyllium husk and bennonite clay which was supposed to pull the 
impurities out of your intestines. So you had a very specialized diet where it was like only vegetables, um, like no salt or pepper or like you basically couldn't really eat anything except vegetables. Okay. Um, and you might have been able to have like boiled chicken or something, but I can't remember. But and you drank these things six times a day, and it was supposed to by cleansing your diet. And then the Benonite clay was supposed to pull impurities out of your. Is this gonna get gross? Okay, it's fine. <laughs> this is gonna get okay. gross. I like that you're this. This hasn't been gross. It's not as gross as. Strap okay, it's in. not as the thing is it's going to sound very gross at first, but then I'm going to tell you the twist that makes it not as gross and for about thirty seconds. So the idea was you were supposed to like kind of poop constantly. and eventually this this clay, this this cleanse would pull this layer that it said this mucoid layer that existed on your um the inside of your intestines would be pulled out, and people were supposed to be pooping out two feet long pieces of this layer that was like basically. Oh, God. But it's not poop. What but no, no. is so happening wait, to this Wait, podcast? wait, wait. But it wasn't poop. It was like supposed to be that your body was actually shedding a layer of stuff that like it shouldn't, that was bad for you. Oh, God. Oh, God. So the thing is, I'm pretty sure that what has been found out is that you were probably expelling the very clay layer you were putting in that there was because doctors and all were like, this is not a thing. Like it's don't, this is not a thing. It's not a thing, but I knew so many people who were doing it. And, um, so back to battle Creek, so much of it was about pooping, like aggressively, like eating fiber and then exercising until you pooped. So it only makes sense. The Trump is out there in Poop Town, USA, talking about how many times, and he's looking out at Battle Creek, and he's like, I know you, Battle Creek. Uh, you pooping motherfuckers out there. <laughs> I know what's going on. You got your cornflakes, and you're pooping all day long, and you got to flush 10 times. Not me. You. Why not me? Because all I eat all goddamn day long are stacks of hamburgers. Hamburger after right. hamburger. He doesn't poop 10 times. He doesn't flush 10 times because he doesn't no. poop. He has a kind of airlock situation that happens, like one of those space vacuums. <laughs> and you know who operates it? Don Jr. Oh, God, this is it's, really taking it's a It's not turn. a high colonic. It's a space vacuum from NASA. Oh, my word. I apologize oh for everything that's ever God. happened. I used to be very delicate, but my mother is a nurse, so I always kind of grew up with a, you, you just have to explain the procedures as they exist, and, you know, it's fine. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I have the tolerance of a medical professional, because they can handle it. But I can tolerate, um, this is always how we had to discuss things. But I, really, Dan, it was like a whole phase where everyone I knew was ordering these. And they were not cheap. And no one, none of us had any money. So everyone was like shelling out $150 for these like 
kits from the guy in the desert with the powders in them. And I was like, that's not a thing. And everyone's like, see how much you know when you won't be poking out three yards of weird material. And I'm like, (laughs) this is horrible. This is literally the worst thing ever. (laughs) This is so terrible. (laughs) This is the worst. See, Goop came along to make all this stuff seem like kind of rose gold. But before we had goop, you just had to go to the guy in the desert and be like, sell me your powder so I can poop out weird, weird substances that you claim are inside of me. What has gone wrong? What has happened? The president has been impeached and things have gone off the fucking rails here. I looked up as soon as she said the dishwasher thing. I looked it up and it turns out that he he found this out then. From some women, just women, just women. Yeah. His quote apparently was, uh, now you press it 12. Okay. Our dishwasher. So, okay. He says, remember the dishwasher? You'd press it. Boom. There'd be like an explosion. First of all, if you press a button and it explodes, that's not a dishwasher. (laughs) You're operating something else. But it's not a dish. If you hit a button on your dishwasher and it kind of goes, then that's <laughs> it's not a dishwasher. It's not a dishwasher unless it's the dishwasher oh, made from goodness. the guy in the desert with the powders. He's like, you really want to wash your dishes every time you hit this button. Shit blows up. All your dishes would break into a million pieces. Five minutes later, he says, you open it up and the steam pours out. Now you press it yeah. 12 times, women tell me. Again, that's not how it works. Hey. Women, women, I swear to women. women, some women. Dan, it always feels good when these people talk about tell us. It just feels good. It just feels good to it must feel good to be seen. It feels good, Dan. I'm not going to lie to you. It doesn't feel bad. Yeah. I, I bet. Just some women. I like to. No men. A, no men do just dishes. A group of them. Well, you can't. I mean, this, that machine blows up. You gotta be. You gotta go in with like a hazmat, yeah. the Ghostbuster suit on. Tap it carefully because <laughs> shit'll blow up at you. Not me. You. I'm gonna laugh about this for the rest of my life. That is funny. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, Maureen Johnson. The president has been impeached. Not me, you. This episode, speaking of you, is made possible by you, your support. We've been going for an hour. They pooped so much at Battle Creek. It was like a big. Oh, no. They did a lot of stuff. Like you had uh, through your you support to, of our you had Patreon. to chew all your food for like two minutes and then wear diapers and have a lot of enemas and sauna, like three enemas a day or something. I mean, it was just like a lot. At patreon.com slash says who and you update. ever have a high colonic? Because that was the conclusion of that of no, that um never. cleanse thing. It was like once you've cleaned it out, obviously no. you will go and have a high colonic. And that was like your present at the end. And again, I was shaking my head like, don't do this thing. But um, do you know how much water they use in a high colonic? I don't want to know. I, My friends 
my beautiful hippie friends who used to get them all the time. It's going to happen anyway. It is. I always imagined it was like a pint or two. But apparently it is gallons and gallons and gallons. Okay. Like okay. a big like anyway. a big tank cuz they just keep running it through like they run that through. I rented a rug doctor the other day, Dan. And yeah. I first of all, I highly recommend if you want to have a good time, rent a rug doctor because I ran that over the carpet and the upholstery and the water comes back black with with dirt. It is a beautiful thing. You just it just circles it, it runs it down and sucks it back up. It's like it's spitting it out, but it's like what vacuuming it back up this again. This is the grossest thing we have ever put out in but the world. There's ever. less water, I think, in that normal size rug doctor I rented than in a high colonic, but I think it's essentially the same thing where it's shooting it out and it's dry vacuuming it back. But it must really like it it has to it has to penetrate your system really like it gets all through. And there are many, I mean, to say that's a lot of water. Patreon backers. So we announced at four months of backing, we send you some more stuff. $10, uh, four months at $10. A you free get high colonic. An amazing says Whovia. Hey, everybody. Oh, you, got a, dun, dun, you got a poster dun, dun. of says Whovia, which is literally being delivered to my house today. And uh, at $25 a, a month, you get a coping box, which I have been building and assembling for like two oh, weeks it, now. It is when these coping boxes are no joke. Like this is every item in there is bespoke and carefully. Like it's not just like a box subscription. That's just like, here's just a candle that someone else made. <laughs> All this stuff. Dan bought a machine and has been down there in his, his Dan's workshop handcrafting. Literally handcrafting. Like, you get up. Can we even say what some of the stuff is? I think we okay. can. Why not? You sh the, the thing that I've been working on all week now is the spell. Maureen Johnson wrote a spell, and you get a bag with all the materials with which to cast that spell. But it's much... The bag... Go on. Yeah, the bag is a black velvet bag with a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's me and you right. on it. <laughs> but it's, oh, uh, there's us on the bag. Yeah, and it's like, uh, it's, it's, it's magic us embossed. Yeah, and then like holographic golden us on the bag. Then, you get a little spell book. You get an actual book. little, Dan has been, turned the spell, because it was so long when I wrote, into a spell book. And then you get yeah. all the materials for the spell. And two, really, before I wrote that spell, I went to our local um, Wicca supply store, because we have a really good local witch store. And I yeah. went through and I really watched, because they, they were doing a candle carving, because a lot of people are getting carved candles for the holiday there. And, I was really watching what was going on and looking. And so when I crafted this, I, I really like, I tried to really um, absorb um, the energy and, you know, so you get your spell book and your, it's really cool. Yeah. It's, but that's not all. It is a pretty amazing package. That is not all. You get a, you get a witch hunt 
hamburger votive candle. You get a executive time sleep mask. You get uh, you get some Who Apron recipes from us. In a special you bespoke get a, Who Apron in a sleeve recipe sleeve, and you get a in case of coping emergency open letter. It's sealed up in a bespoke made envelope. Dan sends me photographs of designs, prototypes, and finished products constantly. The amount of just sweat <laughs> and effort and thought that has gone into this for him, like. When I say that Dan has a workshop and he's it's he's like Santa in there making stuff for you, like you're going to get this, like it's very holiday timed. Um, it probably won't go out for the holiday, but it'll be right after. No, it'll be right after. I think that uh, it will, the final assembly of all of these boxes is going to happen between the Christmas and New Year's window. And they should be uh, for the first batch of people who have already been backing for, for four months. Otherwise it will, you know, once you, once you hit that four month mark, you'll get it. You'll also get the poster if you do the 25, cause you get the $10 shit too. And you get every, it's, it's, it's bananas. Art. I think probably we're losing money in the yeah. long run, but whatever. Cer- certainly uh, for Johnson. a cost of time and labor and craftsmanship and oh, that's well, well yeah. out the window, but it is. I mean, the poster is a piece of art. The box is a piece of art. So um, it's there's a lot of thought and time went into these things. And um, we just because yeah. we wanted to say thanks. And I just want everyone to know that yeah. it, it's Dan and not me. Well, the other. Th- well, that's not true. It is entirely inspired by shit that you sent me. And then I'm like, oh, man, we can really do this. Um, but uh also, the coping boxes turned out to be have been a great coping mechanism for me, as I they have almost entirely been done while hearings are that happening on the on the monitor. Uh, it has been a, a very therapeutic I, thing. I like but, how that you turned impeachment into a cottage industry. <laughs> well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Dan's down in his basement <laughs> watching the hearings, just. I just like to think of him just kind of quietly muttering to himself as his, as his glasses. When you see the cartoon, the glasses are getting slowly fogged. You just see the the shine of glasses and the beard and the light as he's looking down. Oh, impeachment. Oh, machine. The machine. The machine will help me with the impeachment. The machine. Not me. You. <laughs> patreon.com slash says who our theme music is performed by ted leo the organ music that opened this episode is courtesy of josh Cantor. our logo was designed by darth we love, love you, you darth. darth you can contact us at says who podcast on twitter you can email at hey that is h-e-y at says who podcast.com Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. And just a shout out to everyone in the Facebook group and how they have been supporting each other through these days and days and days of hearings and everything else. You all are are amazing. And thanks to Janice for keeping that community growing and being amazing. Speaking of things that are amazing, spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And a programming note, there will be no episode next week. We are taking the Christmas week off. Our next episode, though, will be January 1st, 2020. Oh, boy. 
You will join us. We will ring in the new year together. You will join us. We uh we need to get a we need to we need to figure out our 2020 slogan. I, I think it'll Maureen. not me, you. Uh, we'll work on it. 2018 was to the max. 2019 was here we go. What will 2020 be? Tune in January 1st for 2020's official slogan. When we we will see you then. See you in 2020. Everyone have wonderful holidays, whatever they are. I hope they are what they need to be Not for me, you. Not me, you. <laughs> From my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. <laughs> I'm Maureen Johnson. And this has been Says Who. This was our grossest I'm episode sorry. By a Not lot. sorry. And not the first episode we've talked about poop, but yeah, I was. And real it was gross. me. That's the surprising thing. <laughs> it was all you. I'm I'm horrified. I have to listen to this back when I edit it. Oh, God. good luck. <laughs>